Hello, friends, and welcome to the Everyday Truth Podcast with Kurt Skelly. We are here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. And we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. Right now, we're studying the book of Revelation in a series called The End is the Beginning. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to today's episode of Everyday Truth. Hope you're having a good day so far, wherever you are, wherever you're driving, wherever you're exercising, or however you're listening to the podcast. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, I've got uh, a mug to introduce to you today, and it's appropriate for what I just said. It's a good day for a good day. See that? That's my mug. It's a good day for a good day, and I do believe that. Hey, I don't believe necessarily in the power of positive thinking, you know, like, hey, just think and things will go well. But I do believe in the power of a good attitude. And your attitude in life does determine your altitude. And I think just seeing things from a Bible perspective, understanding God's in control, hey, we're his children, he's got a plan for our life, all things work together, excuse me, for our good. I mean, those are great ways to keep a good, positive attitude, and so I hope you'll have um, just a good attitude about today and whatever is on your plate. Well, immediately on our plate is Revelation chapter 13, and we find ourselves in verse number 11. So would you uh, take a moment, if you can, and get there, Revelation chapter 13 and verse 11, and let me continue to talk about these, these personages uh, in the end times, so we've talked about Satan, who has been expelled from heaven along with the demons, who is taking out great wrath upon planet Earth. We see a little bit of his plan in that he's empowering a very popular world leader. Sometimes we call him the Antichrist. In the Bible, he's called uh, the the uh, that uh, the son of perdition. Uh, the little horn of the book of Daniel, uh, th- this this king, this imposter, uh, this one that in many respects is kind of the 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 replacement of Christ. Y- you see how the devil's the great counterfeit, the great imitator. So it's almost as if the devil says, "I'm like God the Father," and the Antichrist, he's like uh, my Messiah. And I empower him, and he operates uh, as my physical entity on earth. Uh, And then we have a third. See, just as God has a trinity, so the devil has a trinity. And now we'll see the third part of that demonic trinity, if you will. So we talked about the devil and the Antichrist, but now notice the third part of that trinity here in verse number 11. So Revelation chapter 13 and verse number 11, and I beheld another beast. And the, the term another in the Greek language means another of the same kind. So there, there is a word that also means another of a different kind. But another here means another beast, another of the same kind. Like I'd say, oh, there's a dog. Oh, there's another dog. So I'm saying another of the same kind. So um, there's another beast, the Bible says, Coming up out of the earth, so he's arising now in significance and power, uh, and he and he he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake 
as a dragon. So, wow, what symbolism? Two horns, well, we know what horns are in the Bible. Horns are symbols of power. Lamb in the Bible would have significance in religion. So a lamb was the animal of sacrifice, the animal of identification with a god. Uh, but also a lamb would signify innocence, uh, not not a domestication, not, not power, not carnivorous. So power, horns, a lamb, religion, docile. And then the Bible says, and he spake as a dragon. So a dragon obviously immediately makes us think about the devil because uh, he, the devil, has been called the dragon for these last two chapters. So dragon, satanic, dragon also powerful, uh, dominating. So, wow, what, what symbolism? So we've got power, and yet we have innocence or religion, and then we have uh, Satan, So who is this? Well, uh, put those clues together and you have the person whom the Bible labels as the false prophet. As a matter of fact, he's called that very thing in Revelation chapter 19 and verse 20. So just as the devil has a world political leader, military slash political leader, Antichrist, the first beast, so it seems that there is a world religious leader. So it's as if the world is under one economic system, under one military rule, but also the world is under one religion who is led by this religious figure, a lamb, who has great religious power, the horns, but who is ultimately empowered by and representative of Satan, whom the world is now worshiping. So it's this one world religion that is anti-Christian, anti-God, anti-Jehovah, pro-Satan, but it's a religious thing, Uh, the false prophet or the second beast who is there to point to Antichrist, who is there to fertilize the worship of Satan. Look at verse number uh, 12. Uh, some descriptions about this beast. He exerciseth, see this, this is the way he operates, verse 12. He exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him and causeth the earth and them that dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. So the job of the false prophet, the job of this religious leader is to point to, not himself, but to point to the first beast, who represents uh, the unseen entity behind him, which is Satan. Well, does that sound at all like a counterfeit of what God is and what God has done? Think about it. We worship the unseen God. No man has seen him at any time. But how has God revealed himself on planet Earth? Through his son, the Lord Jesus, the king, the king of kings. And we know God by looking at Jesus. Uh, Jesus is the express image of the Godhead. He is the incarnation. He is the word became flesh, the way by which we apprehend God. So we see 
Satan does the same thing in the Antichrist. Then who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is the one that points to the worship of Jesus, points to I, he shall not glorify himself. He shall glorify me. He'll point to me. He'll bring all things I say into remembrance. So the devil is, he's the great imitator. That's why Paul told the Corinthians, and no marvel. For Satan himself is transformed as an angel of light. He is the great counterfeiter. He is the one that wants to make people believe, I am God. Uh, That's what he's always wanted. So here we see the great counterfeit uh, being foisted upon the earth. Uh, Satan, the, the Antichrist, and the false prophet. Now, verse number 12 again. So he, he's causing them to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. So even what happened to the, to the Antichrist, it looked like he died and then was resurrected. <laughs> what does that make you think of? Well, of course, that's the story of Jesus. That's the glory of the gospel. That's the essence of the validation of all that Jesus is. So the devil is just counterfeiting all of it. It's a counterfeit God. It's a counterfeit Christ. It's a counterfeit Holy Spirit. It's a counterfeit gospel message. And the whole world is believing this. Now, obviously, those that know Christ, uh, those who have accepted the lamb slain, uh, those whose names are written in the book of life, they are against this. Uh, But they're being hunted down like animals by uh, the Antichrist and the powers that be. Now, look at verse number 13. And he, so this is further information about the false prophet, he doeth great wonders. So he will have the ability to do miracles. He'll have the ability to do supernatural things, things that aren't explained by natural phenomena. So is that possible? Of course. Because the devil lives uh, at that level, on that plane. He's not confined to this natural world, but he lives in the supernatural world. So, for instance, Moses, when he confronted Pharaoh back in the book of Exodus, remember when he did those miracles in front of Pharaoh, uh, the cast your rod down, it became a snake. Remember Janus and Jambres? Uh, the magicians of Pharaoh, they were able to replicate the miracles. Why? Because the devil has supernatural ability. And here, that supernatural empowerment is being given to the false prophet who's doing these great wonders or signs that are convincing people, well, this must be God. This must be the real religion. This must be that which we should worship. I mean, after all, look at what we're seeing. And that's exactly what the devil always wants. He wants to wow people by sight. He wants to attract people by their senses, by what people see and feel and taste and touch and hear. The devil loves to use these natural means by which to get people's attention. And yet, what does God teach us? That the just shall live by faith. And without faith, it's impossible to please him. That's the way by which we apprehend God, by faith. The devil is all about sight and wow and wonder. Look at verse number 13 again. And he doeth, the false prophet, he doeth great wonders, 
so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. There it is, sight of men. So one of the miracles that the false prophet will will do is calling down fire from heaven. Interesting, because we've already talked about the two witnesses. And remember, uh, out of their mouth cometh fire. In other words, they have the ability to command fire. Uh, Elijah and Moses, I believe that they are the false prophets, uh, rather the false prophets, but the two witnesses and the false prophet will replicate what they can do. Just like the magicians of Pharaoh's day replicated what Moses could do. And Moses, uh, as a type of the law itself, as standing for the law, and Elijah, Uh, as a representation of the prophets. Remember, they are the ones that appeared with Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration. And now it's as if the false prophet is saying, I am greater than, look at me, I can do what they do. Don't follow the Bible, don't follow God, don't follow his rules, don't follow Christ, follow me. Uh, Calling down fire from heaven. Look at verse number 14, and deceiveth them. So these miracles that the false prophet does will be they will they will deceive the people of the earth. And people will assume oh, this must be truth. This must be what we ought to follow. This must be the true religion, and deceive them that dwell on the earth. How how will he deceive them? Well, watch it, verse number fourteen, by the means of those miracles which he hath power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast, which hath which had the wound by the sword and did live. So there will be a worldwide movement to make an image of the beast, some way by which for them to worship him, some idol, some kind of way that they can look at this image and worship the beast. Now, what will this image be? I don't know. Will it be an idol? Uh, will it be uh, some means of artificial intelligence where every town or every city will see a replication of the beast? Because it seems like that's true. Because in the next verse, and we won't talk about it today, there is the ability is given to the image of the beast to speak, to interact. So it's almost as if there's the replication of this God, um, this image of the beast all across the world. It's more than just a flag. It's more than just a, a symbol. It's more than just an idol, but it's something that will be a, have a living, breathing presence among the people that will dupe them and deceive them into believing this must be God. This must be what is truth. Wow. Boy, the devil from day one has been subtle. The devil from day, day one has been the great deceiver, the great counterfeit, and all of his counterfeiting powers will be wielded during this time of great tribulation. There's so much more to talk about, but we've got so little time and we're done for today. So let's come back, if we can, right to this verse uh, in verse number 15. We'll finish out the chapter, Lord willing, uh, chapter number 13. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Looking forward to our time again next episode. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.